Okay, so hi everybody. It's the last uh, transmission night of the year. So, and I've shifted from being like a solo performer to a conductor. So I wanna start by just checking in with everybody and seeing who's alive, who's had something come through today. Preferences for uh, something that has come through under impression or creativity and something so that we can begin to, to link and dance these together. So the way I'd love to do that is just unmute your mic, just give us a 30 second, yes, I have something to share and then we'll see where the life is and find a way of, um, of weaving the magic together. So um, yeah, just let me know if there is something alive in you to share tonight. I have something. Okay, great. Give me the 30 second version. Um, I am a white and rainbow edged toroidal black hole that is descending upon humanity with a vengeance. I am a family. I have met the train man and he has taught me the ways of infinite abundance. I have slayed Varuna's crocodile Makara with my tiny sword simply because it seemed like the right thing to do at the time. What is, okay. is you are. Hey, great. Thanks, Chris. Got the, got the essence. We'll come back to you. What else? Yes, I received um, very exciting correspondences between the allegory of the cave and the function of the Temenos and how a, a new culture civilization is created. Hey, thanks, Jeremy. I saw your post on that. So yeah, we'll, we'll give you some space. Who else is alive? Yeah, I had things come through that I was more poetic, um, but it was very much about kind of hold your horses. Don't, don't think you think you know too much right now. Like really like letting, letting the dark um, get come front and center and not, you know, not getting too caught up in our minds right now. Okay, great. Anyone else have something that they want to share or don't want to share, but have to share? Working with the spinning vortex. Spinning vortex, okay, great. Anything else? Our strengths. Okay, well, I'm just going to share a little bit about what came through for me. Um, firstly, I just spent an hour in, in the darkness and loved that experience of just glowing in the dark and letting. Um, yeah, letting the energy move through without a creative response, without a transmission, just the transmission being in silence in the dark. So I look forward to doing that every week from 10 to 11. Uh, and also feeling the field, feeling the field, um, because I'm not being a point in the field and I'm transmitting to the field itself. It was beautiful to feel the aliveness of the field. Uh, afterwards, I, some transmission came through about Aquarian hierarchy. So the idea of this being, and, and I posted it, but the idea being he was using the analogy of a tree and that we have still uh, so deeply in our Piscean era that we haven't um, been able to see the depth of hierarchy that is really 
coming in the Aquarian age of what we what we do is we interpret the idea of hierarchy in in what it calls leaf psychology. In other words, the analogy is that that humanity on the whole of the earth is this tree, the life force of which is son of Kamara is the life force of earth, which is the dark reservoir of life. And that the branches are like hierarchy, they're the ashrams that are conveying the life of the tree to the leaves and the leaves are the individual. But because we live in a culture where the individual has become like um, sacrosanct, then ordinary politics is really leaf politics, which is some leaves get together and, and elect another leaf to, uh, you know, have uh, leaf political ideologies and parties. And there's a lack of perception of the depth that doesn't really come until after the third degree that there are much deeper layers than just the individual leaf. And that really what an initiate is, is someone who's given up their individual identity as a leaf to become a conduit, a branch or a twig or, and you know, that relate to the group soul and the ashrams, which then flows through into the life. And the important piece for us is he's suggesting that hierarchy works both vertically and horizontally so that yes, there are, there's our individual self, like our personality self, which is like the leaves and the twigs. And then there's the soul, which is like the branches. And then there is Shambhala, which is the trunk and the roots that go into the void. Uh, but it also works horizontally in depth. So he's saying that one of the dangers in groups like this is once you start to get the concept of hierarchy and the concept of the monad and the soul is that there's a tendency to try to go into the transpersonal and the universal and negate the personal. So because we know the personal is, is the home of identification with the body mind, we're trying to shift the identification into the soul and to the monad. Uh, but he's saying that as long as we're trying to do that in a kind of sixth ray way, there's a tendency to truncate the personality or to deny it in some way, rather than to open its steps. So he's saying that every level of the hierarchy from leaf to branch to trunk to forest, every level is also triple. So that the personal level also has a, a, a soul and it has a spirit. So that means that, for example, when we're personally sharing, when somebody is in the, the form aspect of their leaf consciousness, then they are, they are you know, pointing out something that is unique about their individuality or telling a story that's unique about their individuality. And that's really going to be interesting to their family and friends. And that's about it because it's got to do with their individual self. But there is also a way of personally sharing that's got to do with the soul level of the personality. So this is the archetypal level. And this is what right, musicians or movies or so on. They talk to the experience of being human, but in a more collective way, but still at a personal level. And then there's the spirit level of expressing as a personal being. And what you're doing there, and they use the analogy of, you know, a great stand-up comedian who just talks about the ordinariness of being human. It resonates with everybody because it's a universal experience in the personal life. Or a great, you know, politician who's a populist who can spark that little piece inside everyone. So it says this is the spirit, the spirit or life force way of personal sharing, that if you can move into the universal, which is inside us, and of course, everybody, the depth of the personal self is that experience of being utterly and completely alone. And that's the universal experience. So when somebody is able to penetrate to the core of their personality, they can sound a universal note through their personal and he said that the future politicians, you know, what's coming that will change civilization on the planet are beings who will be able to both connect to the tree. So as a leaf, they're also aware of their identity as tree. So that's the vertical life principle. But that will also strike the universal note in as a leaf. So he's suggesting that when we share, 
it's not about not being personal, but only being transpersonal or, or universal. It's about the universal and transpersonal coming all the way down into the personal so that our personal sharing has a universal component. And so as we make alignment and transmission on Wednesday, as we open ourselves, then, you know, he's stressing in this transmission that we have to remember there's a vertical and, and a horizontal dimension and not just to get verticalized, which means that we push aside the personal and just go to the transpersonal universal, but that we bring those levels of identity all the way down into the personal because that's the place where, where the, the manifestation of the soul in the world comes through the personal. So we need our personal self, but it needs to be the third thing. And, you know, what he's saying is in the world is that the personal individual self has become the first thing. So that's the first thing that people feel is important, themselves at the center. And he's suggesting that the role of humanity is like the throat chakra of um, the planetary being, that if we seek the life first, the monadic energy first, and then the soul energy, then finally we bring it into the personal sphere and it's the personal expression of it that is the source of creativity. So as this relates to our group process, we're moving from uh, you know, group life, which has the personal self at the center to group life that has life at the center, that has the universal life principle, the dark, the energy that comes from M87, the energy that's the black dragon energy at the core of the earth, the essential dark life is first. We align with that first. And then we align with hierarchy. And this is the work of opening ourselves to the transmissions from the world soul, however that is coming to us, you know, and some people are finding it, it's, you know, it comes directly through shamanic impressions. Some people, it's through consciousness, through the heart. We're starting to find our own way of opening to the world soul once we are anchored in life. And then the third aspect is our personal self and our humanity. And that's the place that can uniquely blend life, the life of Shambhala or the monad and the love of the world soul or hierarchy to blend them together in the heart and then create from that space. And so that's the expression of our humanity, our creativity. So remember he asked us to hold back on our creativity when it was just being stimulated from our body minds um, response to the dark and wait until the dark lands then it's clothed in soul. And then the final act is an act of creative expression, which then layers that life and love with the unique personal expression of, of humanity. So yeah, as we go forward now in the group process, we are wanting to do it in that step. First the life, then we open to love and consciousness. And thirdly, we express um, and add the unique flavor of our humanity to that principle. And it's the exact reverse of what's happening out there in the world where people put their humanity and their individuality first, and then maybe they add a little bit of soul later when they have time and space, and then maybe eventually they um, approach the life principle. So I feel like that is useful just in terms of even how we share with each other that this isn't a self-help group where people are like getting personal reference for their process. Um, and it similarly is not so much a soul group where we're, we're seeking everybody's soul development. It's a life group, which means that we are making ourselves available to the life principle. Then we are linking to the soul and bringing in consciousness and awareness to clothe that life. And then finally, we're adding our personal expression and experience. So it's not about not being personal. It's about being personal um, around the soul and around the life. And so we'll get better at it as we 
as we share. And one of the difficult things is if you are going to bring monadic energy all the way through the personal self, it's got to come through the most vulnerable, separated part of the self that feels most uniquely alone. That, that has to open for the life force. So when it comes time to share, there can be a feeling that he said, um, one of either um, superiority where the little self inflates itself by whatever is coming through it and pretends to be bigger than it is, or a feeling of inferiority where we become smaller and that what we have doesn't matter and you know what we are sharing is not important. And either of those are just more self. So he's suggesting, let those get out of the way and just allow what's coming through once you do the process of aligning to life aligning to the soul and then something moves in your being to allow that to come through without your you know censoring so that that's the energy that can support in our connecting ourselves together so an example of that would be Eve, I don't know if she's on here, but you know, she was saying that she doesn't know if she's doing it right or whether it's the right group. And then she shared her artwork, which was a beautiful transmission of, you know, life as it moves through awareness and then moves through into personal creativity. So we'll get better at it. And what we are all hunting for as we do as a group is we're looking for where there is life and energy and where there is life and energy that resonates with your life and energy. And we're seeking to move towards that and develop it rather than it being about everybody getting their say and everybody having a share. So when you come to Wednesday, particularly if something's come through, don't judge it, don't criticize it, don't label it, just if it's alive and vital and it's brought deep recognition of meaning to you, then just come and offer it into the group field and the group cauldron will take care of it from there. Okay, so um, <clears throat> yeah, let's go back to our sharings from the field and I'm just gonna do this popcorn style, the ones that have already shared, if you want to elaborate on your sharing, um, then, then now's the time. I'm just gonna shift my location because I'm so hot in this room. Okay, so who would like to share first? I can go first. <laughs> um, yeah, I felt a lot of what what was coming through me. I mean, part, partly it was my personal, there's the experience I've had now in group meditation of being completely overtaken by the dark. Like there's no keeping any thread of consciousness in it um, at all. And that that's feels totally new. So that's like an experience I'm having. And then what was coming through is sort of being more of the nothing, like bringing that nothing, bring the, the consciousness, I guess, the, the formlessness into the form and expressing from there, like doing from the place of when you have nothing in your matter, then it's the time to act and the time to like bring something forward rather than, um, the other way around of like bringing it forward, which I guess is similar to what you were, the transmission you were giving of, of bringing the nothingness into the something is where you have power and bringing the something into the nothingness is love. And that bringing both of those in is what, what creates the aliveness of everything and to act from the aliveness, not from what we think is coming or not trying to be prepared, but when something is alive. And also supporting the life force in everything, which, which means like bringing the sacred, bringing the consciousness down into the matter and the matter up into the consciousness. So where they become one force and that, that is the life force like living through matter is, is when those two become one, that's, that, that's when things are alive. And so really being conscious and also being uh, aware of, of that being the center, of that being the place from which 
um, things happen where, you know, whether you act or not act or like what you say, how you are in, in the world of, of it being the center of aliveness of, of when you have those things connected that it's the life being in the life force. Okay, beautiful. So that sparks your life and it's your turn. Well, I actually, my what's first alive for me is is to re, to react to something, and what Lisa said, it was like uh, hearing her transmission. I was brought back so so strongly to the gates at Hyden and um, the reminder to to wait without hope. Um, that it brought me back so strongly to that because because um, it, it requires a stripping away of all those things that I would normally hold dear in order to get to that place where it's not me moving anything but the dark moving through me. I, I really had chills around that. So I wanted to thank you that, for that, Lisa. Um, yeah, and it was similar to the chills that I, I had in, in the transmission that, that I received about um, what what didn't really come through with what I wrote on the Facebook page was this um, this kind of feeling. Almost it almost it almost felt like a kind of grief. Um, of this dangerous love that wants to come nearer, but can't because it loves too much, and it knows that there's not a strong enough container to hold it if it's any nearer and this this imploring for us to look more carefully to our our walls um our sacred walls that delineate time and space and in what is outside of, of time and space what what exists only in the sacred and the more effort we put into holding those walls the more of what what the, the chthonic power was what was used in the transmission but i in my mind i i analogize it to the black dragon um the more that can come through but because it's fundamentally loving it cannot come through more than we contain it yeah i like that jeremy also you know your the idea of the terminals or whatever it was the walls of the mystery schools that <clears throat> those walls aren't there to, um, you know, like make it hard for people to get the mysteries. Those walls are there to create safe containers so that the fire can operate in a way that benefits everyone. So that links to the idea that the, the, the deep dark love of the black dragon energy and also of the, of the Shambhala force needs veils, it needs layers to contain it so that it can manifest. So I feel like that's partly what has been asked of us too, is to start to create conscious hierarchy, which is not a form of elitism, it's actually a form of layered group so that we are all able to be in our place. So thank you. Yeah, I, I resonate with with what has been said before, and um, I want to express more of the more of the the doing the practice of the of the meditation and the way it comes through, or when I sense that there is authentic contact is when I really feel the cry of, of humanity and I kind of taking a seat in hierarchy like and and then I feel this wash of love coming through that contains the threefold threefolded me like it's kind of it's 
yeah, being seated in the center of this threefold being. And and at that moment, it's it's like like yeah, surrendering as much as I can, but I notice how hard it is to really contain this amount of love. And I noticed all yeah, all the ways I distracting myself and I want to run away literally <laughs> from it. And uh, and then yeah, I kind of hearing the message to really starting to relax and yeah to kind of expand um to contain more yeah that's kind of the invitation thank you judas and maybe just mentioning something about process you know what he's saying now is that lots of meditations have been given um the, the there's lots of transmissions that have been given so it's up to each of us now to find what is the meditative form that is right for us what is the the um process whereby we become more alive um basically he's just suggesting in this last transmission just make sure you get the order right go to life first which is the dark go to the monad and to the black dragon go to life first and then when you feel life go to love, go to hierarchy, go to soul, both in terms of receiving uh, help from the consciousness of the world soul that's trying to get through to humans and also expressing that love to all of those who look towards you for something, for love, for consciousness, for a life. And then finally bring it down into the level of thinking and feeling and creativity um so each of us is going to find our own way and the the mercury transmission group now should move into a group of aliveness so that wednesday is a day that we start to vibrate and become alive and that life and that love and that creativity moves through us so it's up to each person to find their way in that now to find their way in what what brings you to greater life. So thank you for the process. Yeah, I'd love to give voice to an experience um, that I think is, is kind of washing through the group um, around spinning. I've been having these experiences of spinning in my body and I, I've, I've tracked it to almost the monadic dark landing in matter. So I know that there's been a lot of rumblings around spinning and earthquakes. Um, but today I want to share in meditation today, I had an experience of Magdalene and she, what I saw was this impression of uh, her veils. And so, um, and one form of contacting the causal body or the ashram is actually through the veil. So it, it's coming through the layers this way. And that's interesting seeing Eve's post around the difficulty in that alignment. But what I saw was like, yeah, the bodies kind of come out forward and behind, like, you know, in spherical form. And so, um, yeah, the way to an access point can be through those veils and, um, yeah, just feeling the, the different pathways emerging um, through the different soul rays as we go back to the same place together differently. So that was my experience today. Yeah, thank you. So I just want to <clears throat> build a bridge to some of those things that are revealing in the group field. One is this theme of the spinning and the earthquakes and the power that um, needs to be contained. And then the second is that sense of layering, whether it's the walls or the veils or the hierarchy, that there is, there is power that is moving everything. And then that power seeks to be contained by structure, energy structure, and then the recognition that we all have our own path of plan, that some people work more through matter and the structure of forms, and some people more through consciousness and some spirit. Winter, you also had a piece about the cervix. Do you want to share something about that? I, I put it on the, <laughs> on, the, on the group field. Yeah, it was just a, as I've been going into the spinning, I was shown the cervix, and when I went into it, I saw M87. And I saw the direct connection between um, the gateway to the womb and also the M87 being a gateway to the greater 
um, you know, the, the, the astrocosmic realms and beyond. So it was just a sense of um, the embodied expression of um, the higher planes and, um, um, and the idea of, you know, the penetration into the cervix, like from a lingam is the same penetration of awareness into the dark. So it felt like there was a direct link. And also there's a, there's a vibrational and visual similarity between uh, the cervix and you know a black hole so just yeah it just took me into the rabbit hole of of those um linking those pieces okay great thank you um yeah there's a time uh this week right after the last transmission where I felt most alive and it was we had just gone to visit some land potentially for a temple and imagery from this film uh, Princess Mononoke started coming through for me and it's always been my favorite film it's always made my hair stand up on end and and then as it was coming through I remembered from the transmission how Bruce slash DK said that the world soul is gonna to speak to us through our own channels. Like it's not necessarily just gonna be a voice. Like sometimes I'm like, man, why can't I hear it? Why can't I get these transmissions directly? And you said, you know, it doesn't necessarily come from the clouds. It comes through your own channels. Like what's most powerful for you and suddenly it clicked that this film, which I was just like, oh, it's just a film I loved as a kid and maybe I never grew out of it, but actually it hit me, oh my God, maybe this film is the world's soul speaking to me, like through the beauty of this artwork. And when that suddenly hit me, I was just, I was in the car driving and I, I just started crying and then sobbing, which is very rare for me. And and then that idea of how personal these channels are just stayed with me throughout the week. And it's been a profound, profound journey, even, yeah, just realizing that, hey, my obsession with like trying to understand black holes from a science or a physics perspective, like that's actually my channel. And that actually is the world soul or the universe speaking to me. And it's just, it just adds such a level of prof profundity and such a personal sense of connection with the universe. Yeah. Thank you. What was the name of the movie again, Kata? Princess Mononoke. Uh-huh. Thank you. Yeah, and I love your emphasis again on the fact that we all have our channels. You know, Eve has the artwork. We all have our channels and it's not about making ourselves the same. It's about recognizing that those channels are there. So thank you. So Chris and Jana, did you have a share? I um, right now, um... I'm just sitting with like this notion that, yeah, that I'm just like this, like for better or worse and being reconciled with the fact that I am anxious and that on some level, like that's already, you know, what is, is everything is already reconciled. And um, yeah, and I love you. And um, I also have some kind of weird insecurities around um, this group and, fitting in versus not fitting in but something keeps drawing me and i trust that and yada yada okay thank you one of the things that <clears throat> i'd like us to get interested in is you know what i think is happening is instead of the transmission arriving through me the training is now going to be the transmission is going to be arriving through the group and we don't know how it's going to arrive and we have to piece it together like a jigsaw puzzle but as we piece it together and it 
comes into form, it's going to teach us about synergy and life in group formation. So I'd like everybody, you know, when they come to the transmission night into this group to be interested and on the hunt for the transmission, which is very different from wondering how we are and, you know, what's going on for us and from the personal, it's like, it's like we're, it's like we're coming together to, to be like a kaleidoscope that needs to be put together in order to reveal something that has already landed in us, but is unrevealed because different pieces are with different people. So as we come to our transmission, you know, that energy of life in you is the energy that says, I've got a piece. I don't know how that piece fits, but I have a piece to share. And then that means that we're collectively creating the transmission or piecing together it um, every week. So yeah, I, I, want, I want us to get excited about that process. Any other pieces? Well, I have an inquiry, um, seeing that I've been getting a lot of uh, information from Magdalene and, and Winter just mentioned Magdalene and I know Celeste and Take had both had it. So I was wondering if there's anyone else in the field who's also getting messages from Magdalene. Yeah, I also today actually, and yesterday. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I also have something today. Have a Magdalene focus. Can you hear me? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I also had something today. Um, actually, it was last night uh, here in Europe uh, when I was giving a body work. Like I felt this power of my Magdalene um, kind of teaching me how to communicate with matter. How to how to make the matter in that case body the matter of the body coming alive and I understood that that was her power of yeah communicating with matter and healing the matter in this way and coming back there yeah it's something connected to the inner sense actually yeah something around that okay thank you. Um, can you hear me? Yep. Cool. Yeah, I've got um, I've got a piece that I'm like really feeling strongly since few days actually since since solstice, but even more since uh, Christmas, which is a piece around terror and the link between the dark and terror and how terror is a filter to the dark. And I feel like life is just bringing more and more event in our life that is shaking everything and in mine own so that actually I can access more and more this terror that is even more terrifying because it doesn't have any object. So it's like these parts of me that are trying to link that terror with some stuff that are happening or something that are happening in my life or how the world it is. But yeah, there's almost like another layer of that terror, which is descending in the fact that this terror doesn't have to do anything with any causality. And like, this is actually when I let myself go into that vortex and, and be paralyzed, it's so intense. It's like, it, 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 yeah, it just makes me totally dissolve. And when I let myself go there, actually, this is where I find life. And what comes out of that is actually a pure channel of just, of nothing like of non-dual existence but like I feel like so many resistance in like everything in me just even just trying to speak this is an is it's a defense like it's like a I don't even know how to speak it and already trying to put words on it it's like me trying to control that terror and um, I sat I don't know if anyone yeah a few maybe McKenna was there but I sat into this group at Christmas we were uh, a lot of the tribe and maybe 12 or 15 of us like sharing and a big piece came actually around terror because one of us tried to commit suicide a few days before uh, Christmas and I could feel how um, yeah <laughs> how that piece wants to 
wants to come true but like even the group we were all trying to resist to that and instead of like letting ourselves going into it we we're trying point to the other one and I felt this amount of frustration uh, the frustration of like being together and knowing that like even the more we are and the more we could access that instantaneously and the frustration of feeling that we're still collectively resisting to this and I I really feel that this is a big piece that needs to land for the dark communities. It's like that we can all really descend into this era together without trying to fix, without trying to check it on the other one. And yeah, I don't know what to say. I'm receiving the transmission is alive. And it's a good example of needing to start to speak without knowing what you're going to say so that transmission can come through. And I think it's fascinating that we live on a planet called Terra, you know, that somehow there is a deep link in our base center with, with Terra and the life principle. Feel that Laura um, a lot. I think it's been in my field for a very long time. I'm finally starting. Like I've been feeling like a coward for such a long time. I'm finally starting to kind of go, like have enough of whatever it takes to actually even just look at it and see it and meet it and go, okay, let's do this. Um, not 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 from a mind perspective. But as in, like, the whole of me is ready to go in. Uh, most of the vortex, well, the one that I paid most attention to is all around the third eye and um, above. And so seeing is really big for me. And um, But th there's something around the causal body and the vortex and things landing I don't really know yet I just know I'm in a vortex all the time to a point where I'm just like all right all right this is this is like yeah like cool okay this is amping to another level and I'm just gonna just there's no other choice um uh there's a lot of pressure always on my head and my third eye and I'm starting to have this ability to really pierce so it's not just pierce into things or people ideas or situations um and then the uh but it's also pierced within me and all the things and whatever so it's, it goes two ways um, but also there's like a, a real power in uh, like a transformative power in the vortex that um, something around trans, I, I don't really know, like transfiguration or, but I'm starting to get little bits here and there because, um, and I find it very awkward for some odd reason um, that I walk around with this vortex and I don't know, just, just even the, the whole point to, to, to be spinning and to, to shift things just with the ability of having a vortex um, is it's a bit freaky, like, like not from a conceptual perspective, but actual experiential, visceral, real reality responding. So that's my piece. Okay, thank you. You know, and, you know, I, I just want to, you know, reflect back to you. I, I feel so much energy moving through you and you're trying to figure out how to share it or express it. And I, I understand that it's hard to close the words, but one of the things that maybe we could do before we come on Mercury is doing some release or some dance or some emotional, you know, release. So that actually some of the energy can start to move and start to flow. And then, and then the important thing that we're receiving from each other actually is not so much the content of what we're saying or the report about our process, but is the energy itself as it moves. So yeah, just support for you to trust the energy um, moves through your body. Okay, what else is alive in the group? Uh, 
I have a little something. This is Attila. Um, bit of an awkward share, but I'll go for it. Um, mm, uh, I try really hard to just get all of this right. And it's all really complicated. <laughs> um, it's just my nature that I try hard. And I'm finding the moments of beauty that show up without the effort, without the trying. Um, so I, I hadn't kissed somebody romantically for quite a few months, which I guess is unusual, especially given the fields that we're moving through. And last night I, I, I shared a kiss with somebody and, and, and some more physical interaction. And the, the, the quality of the first moment of that kiss pulled me into the dark light in a way that I had never experienced in an interaction before. I mean, this was the last thing that I had, I was focused on in that moment. All the questions were like, oh, is it the right time to kiss her? Should I ask first? Should I just go for it? You know, these are the things that are going through my head, but, but actually in the, in the kind of the energy of it, something drew me in and it was like, I lost myself and the other person and we were just gone in a way that I had never, never, ever experienced in a, in a connection mm. before. Mm. And then over time, the, the physicality of the connection showed up and it actually became more, more physical and, and it felt like the, the subtlety of the, of the kind of deeper level of the interaction got, got overtaken by the, by the density. And, 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 and I feel like there's a thread to follow in the, in the, in kind of, more intentionally entering, it felt like an invitation by the void. It was like, hey, I know you're trying so hard and, 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 and trying to find your way through the mazes of these meditations, but like, I'm right here. I'm right here in the cracks where the magic is showing up. It's like under every rock that you're stepping on, every breath that you're taking, every single interaction of love and anger and connection and disconnection. So it was an invitation to just deeply feel into the threads that are showing up in every part of my life in the most unexpected ways, in the moments that I surrender, in the moments that I'm not trying, but I'm just also listening and I'm noticing and the invitation for me was how deeply can I listen to those moments and how much courage do I have to fo follow to, to follow those threads, no matter where the moment is, no matter where the location is, no matter what the interaction is and, and where, what, what, where those, what places those threads might take me. Thank you. And I'm sure that will be a very popular meditative form now that many people will try. Uh, so thank you for that suggestion. But I also want to, um, yeah, support the idea that what we are doing is making a, a space, we're making a collective space at a time of critical change in civilization on the planet, we're creating a corrective field for help that is all around us trying to get through to come through. So that's what we're doing. And, um, and that may come through in any way. It may come through our physicality. It may come through our emotions. It may come through our meditations. But the, the intent and the willingness to surrender yourself to the life process is what starts to initiate these fires and so as we come together as a group 
I'd like to encourage oversharing rather than undersharing, not specifically in on the Wednesday evening, but on the Facebook page for the Mercury Transmission Group. Often the very thing that you think is not important or whatever is a piece that is important. And you can trust the field to comb through it all and find the pieces that are important. <clears throat> to just be aware that the when something is alive, when something is really matters, it may come through the personal sphere or it may come through universal, but it will be, it will be numinous. It will carry charge. And it's that charge that will guide us into piecing together the jigsaw puzzle of each transmission. So yeah, when you have charge, then um, make the, the choice to share that charge, to allow that charge to be felt in the field. Okay, space for a couple more. Hi there, can you hear me okay? Hi. Um, so just on, on that part, today what's come through for me has been this intense tension where this energy wants to crack through all the way out horizontally, but it there's just a a point where it's not there yet out all the way to this personal real world and the frustration with even attempting to clothe this feeling in words or even through this body and even into someone else's ears just feels like such a stretch um but on that specific point that you just said bruce i have a question uh there's a part of me that's like when it hears that invitation like overshare or you know, get in, or just go for it. There's this like ride or die part of me that can often or has often in the past been encouraged to jump in and just do something to see what happens. But it's like, I feel this, um, this like self-regulating integrity from this dark piece part that I've been hanging out in that comes up to that edge and it can't be moved out with that same like, just, do it and it's just like there and it, it, the tension is so significant that it's like this like pre-birth or like pre-orgasmic energy that's like bordering on this frustration and yeah is, is that the encouragement to kind of just yeah I don't know that's where I'm at but I have this piece and I'll post it but I wrote it and it's my best attempt at conveying but I just feel like I've just been stuck in this not able to be a person in this group. Yeah. Thank you, Rosie. I think it's an important point. I just want to address it. Um, the invitation to overshare is not so much to the personality. Uh, it's not to the part of us that, you know, wants to be included and to be seen and, you know, all of those things. It is a process of gestation because what's recommended is that you go to the life first. So become alive first. And uh, what everybody in the body-mind world is doing is they're going to their personality first, their need for something. So the first thing we're doing is putting aside that and going to life. So, and bringing in the charge of the dark that's alive. And then we go to love. Then we go to the um, connection of our life force with the world soul and with our contribution. And the last thing we do is bring our personality in and birth it through the personal. So it's almost like an ordinary group share, the personal comes first and everybody's you know wanting their personal attention. In life, it, the personal comes last and there can be a real hesitance to share personally because the personal has been broken open by the monad and soul so it's vulnerable it's like it's not an accumulation of something from the personality of everyone's attention and liking and so on it's a vulnerable exposure exposure of your personal self as your soul and your, the life of your monad comes through and breaks the personal self open from the inside. So the oversharing is an encouragement to the part of us that is reticent and not ready to express the core. 
it's not an encouragement to the personal self to like get in and have our say. So, uh, I, and what I often find is that when we are bringing life all the way through the personal, it's the very piece that we think doesn't matter that actually matters, that is important to share through. So it's um, the opposite of our ego. It's our, it's our kind of deep humility and willingness to share in spite of the exposure and in spite of the feeling of, um, you know, being ripped open for the collective good. And where we are right now on the planet and, and what we're being asked to do as a life group is to offer ourselves so something can come through us to humanity rather than to have our own humanity reinforced. Okay, thank you. On that note, I have a share. Um, and that is, I find myself so freaking curious in the last weeks about the, the personalities that are shaping up of the different groups that are in here. Costa Rica, Samothraki, Berlin, and just kind of really sensing into the little quirks of these organisms that are forming there and here. And almost like, right, I know this from a personal experience. I meet somebody and I'm, I know we have soul business to do. And I'm almost seeing this as a fractal now happening with these groups that are starting to share with each other and then there's a share coming in from Costa Rica for example and then it kind of ripples through the group here and 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 it's it's kind of really cute and also interesting and then we're sharing experiences and trying to make sense of it and sometimes just something drops even even through these little to these different groups so this is for me really delicious right now in the last weeks to just tune into that and also really seeing what happens here in Greece and how, how is that actually different from the people and the quality of shares that are coming from New Zealand, for example. It's a very different place and a different people. Um, so that's just a fascination that I'm just with and, and just sitting with almost like with a little glass of something at the ocean sometimes and just doing sunset and letting that kind of rush through. Thank you, Philip. Yeah, I love that sense of... Uh... An, organ an organism forming, a dark organism forming that <clears throat> we're curious about. We don't know, know what that looks like. And uh, in particular, the two different approaches to that. One is we, we should be able to start feeling the different qualities of the different tribes. Like, oh, actually you should resonate with the Samothraki people or you, you should go hang out at a hydrant. Like this is the, that sounds like their note, you know? So that's like a branch grouping. And then there's the different levels of what comes through each group. So some things are, are leaf transmissions. So they belong just in your own little twig on the branch. Some people, some transmissions are for a wider field. They're actually a branch transmission. And some are the whole tree speaking through the Samothraki group or the Costa Rica group or whatever. So we're beginning to be able to distinguish from both the quality and uh, the capacity of the current. Like, where does the share belong? Like, you know, where does it need to, to go to? So as, if we're being calibrated as an organism, we should be becoming more intelligent as an organism so that we can feel through the charge and the, the energy behind someone's share where it needs to go. And then I feel like we will start to organize along electrical um, energy vibration and this dark community that's flowering is gonna kind of be self-revealing. So I like the idea of both feeling into the different qualities of the groups, but also the different levels of where, how universal is this energy that's coming through me right now? Does it need to be contained within my local field or should it be shared in the global field? Yeah, anything else? Well, all of that just, I've had something cooking and definitely have to share it now is uh, integrity. I know that word has been really vibrating in our group and then I heard someone else mention it. 
like integrity as its own channel and just almost revisiting everything, at least for me in my life from that perspective. For instance, after I made the, the commitment to surrendering everything and got this tattoo, it's like, all right, surrendering all control. So, you know, I don't know, I don't know what I'm going to do tomorrow. I'm just going to wake up and do whatever I feel like. Like everything is surrendered to the mystery. And then suddenly for me, integrity has just been coming in super strong. And integrity is telling me as I tune into it, that it's not really just about surrender. It's about knowing what's really important and what I really care about and what I really love and how am I showing up for those things with integrity and with presence. And it's just changing everything, like suddenly structure and planning and prioritization is all coming back in super strong in my life. <sighs> and um, even like the practices around the Shambhala commitment, I'm super embarrassed to admit, like I hadn't been, I didn't really have the rhythm that DK asked for. And I, like today was really the first day that I properly sat in front of the altar and did the exercise at a time that I think will be repeatable. And yeah. 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 Thank you. I'm um, resonating with you, Carter. Um, the word radical honesty has been up for me. Um, radical honesty plus time equals trust. And it's also like unfiltered equals pure. Um, and it's and if you're unfiltered also, it means that you trust like the kind of natural refining process of life, that life will refine you, um, et cetera. Yeah, this is a lie for me too. I, I I really resonate with what is being said, and and I had this kind of overwhelming revelation that I I thought I knew a little bit what surface was, but I'm kind of I'm kind of starting to feel into what it actually means, and it means everything like like real surrender. <sighs> Yeah, so so that that is a lie for me, and it, I feel it in my body. Like I can't even, you know, express it because it's it's pressuring on the on the personality part of, of me. Yeah, so maybe I just you know want to tune in on the integrity piece, which is there are many groups for many different things, groups of wonderful things, the way we socialize and connect. Um, and this group has a very particular function, which is, you know, the offering to the life principle at this time of civilizational change for the benefit of humanity. It's, it's, a, it's a group that is both thrilling, but also sacrificial and, uh, you know, membership is not some, you know, gold star. It's actually just seeking what is appropriate for me at the right time. So I think that continual reviewing of is this appropriate? Am, you know, am I showing up for it in a way that is, uh, you know, growing me and beneficial to the group? You know, am I, is this train right for me? And am I in the right carriage? All of those things are, are much more required when I'm stepping out of the center so much and everybody is like being called upon to show up in their own way and to show up regularly and rhythmically. So not showing up is fine and feel free to like leave the field if that's true for you. Or if you're in the field, please draw upon your own recognition that how you show up is impacting all of us and affecting all of us. So as we come to the end of 2020, it feels like we're, this was the year of planetary transformation and change, the beginning of a decade. And now we're in this accelerated process for the next decade through to 2025. So 
things are going to continue to intensify, whether or not there's major changes in the outer world or not, the changes in the soul of humanity are strongly expressing. So next year, the, the initiative so far feels like that flow into dark community that there is a has been an expansion of the field of people involved in this work and then now that field starts to organize itself so we become a reliable calibrated instrument for transmission so i'd also like anyone who feels like part of their gift or soul gift to the field is synthesis has been able to synthesize then every as we go through each week and we go through the sharing, I'd love one or two or maybe a group of people to take it upon themselves to like gather what were the jewels, what was the harvest from the sharing, what was the aliveness and what were the key points of it so that we start to begin to have a, a group record as well as the record of individual transmissions, a group record of what's revealing so we can begin to see it over time and hopefully by the end of 2021 what's left of this group and whoever else joins will become a much more sensitive instrument for receiving aquarian transmission of the life force so um thank you for whatever participation has been yours in 2020 and for the growing uh you know deep intimacy of being in the dark you know something you said Attila about the kiss is that my experience is when we truly meet in the dark we we really begin to fall through each other we really begin to recognize that what lives at our core is the same and we taste that core so relating is far less about the interchange of, you know, ideas and um, love and so on, and far more about identification and becoming one together in, in, in the depths. So I want to thank you for your willingness to show up for that intimacy. And uh, and my experience is it's going to deeply accelerate during 2021. And I look forward to being part of that process with you. So uh, may it may the year end uh, significantly for you. And this full moon is a powerful full moon. So still a good time to, to do ritual and complete your 2020 before we leap into next year. Much love and life.